When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now, Michigan State took on Central Michigan. They win 31-7. to This one was a lot closer than a lot of Spartan fans wanted to see. Noah Kim made his debut. Now, for the first play of the game, it looked like Nate Carter was going to be the reincarnate of Kenneth Walker III. He took the first play, and he took it for like 37 yards, and you're sitting there thinking, could this happen again? No, it did not. He got tackled, but... To me, it set the tone that he is the guy. He is the running back. He is the transfer from UConn, and I think that he will be the running back that they so desperately needed last year to fill in for Kenneth Walker when he was gone. Jalen Berger came in, and he, you know, he got some nice reps, but I still think that this is this is this is Nate Carter's game to lose. And, and the, plain and simple, you found your starting running back. Now, as far as Noah Kim goes, whew, rough start. He overthrew a lot of people, and on top of that, he had a lot of drop passes. I mean, Malik Carr on the trick play dropped it. Trey Mosley, my God, rolled out. He's wide open. It looked like he was spiking the ball down. The old Chris Berman knock it down. That's what it looked like Trey Mosley was doing. Did not look good for the offense. They didn't score their first touchdown until right before the half ended. As a matter of fact, they were down 7-3. to three to Central Michigan, and there were boos coming from the crowd. Michigan State just couldn't move the ball consistently. The fourth down plays, fourth and one, you can't convince me that standing in a shotgun on fourth and one is a good play call. You will never convince me of that, especially when the Philadelphia Eagles and Jalen Hurts has shown you the proper way to do a fourth and one play. You line up your quarterback or running back direct snap and you have somebody just push him in the back and you turn into a rugby scrum. And I checked and in college right now, that's a legal play. Just do it. Don't overthink this. Pick up the first down and move on. But it's so frustrating to go five yards deep in order to pick up a yard. That doesn't make sense. And I'm not even a math major, but that just doesn't make sense. First half was brutal. Second half. Well, right at the end of the first half, Noah Kim leads them down on the drive. Jaron Glover has two gigantic catches. They score the touchdown, and it was like all of a sudden the game slowed down for Kim. And after that, in the second half, Michigan State slowly started to gain momentum, stopping Bert Emanuel, the quarterback for Central Michigan, and really kind of held that entire team in check. They wore him down, and, yeah, it was big play after big play. Noah Kim hitting receivers. You had Christian Fitzpatrick on his 72-yard run. He did everything but score as he took the wrong angle. I mean, there's really no – but, I mean, he catches the ball, and then it was just a foot race to the end zone. But you'd like to see the plays, and you're seeing them from all different types of receivers, and I think that's what's going to make Noah Kim a little better than what we saw in Peyton Thorne because it harkens me back to, to, to Connor Cook, who probably was the best quarterback at Michigan State, at least in my lifetime. The thing that made Connor Cook Connor Cook was there was no one receiver. We all knew last year there was only two guys who were pretty much going to get the ball. This game showed me that Noah Kim is going to get the ball to whoever is open, who's ever going to make the catch. And if you're going to do that, you're going to be my hot guy for the day. 
Harkening back to, like I said, with Connor Cook, you whether it was Keith Mumphreys, whether it was Benny Fowler, whether it was Tony Lip, like he just found the guy and that became his guy for the day. And he leaned on that guy. And then the next game, it was a different guy. Now, why do I say all that? It makes it difficult for defenses to just lock in on one guy the way they did Jalen Reed last year. But for Michigan State, you got a, still a lot to work on. Now, you get Richmond coming up this weekend. Um, they lost to Morgan State, and they were favored. So I look for this to be kind of a get-right game. I think in this game you'll see a lot more of Hauser, the backup QB, to kind of get him some reps. And really it boils down to you got to get prepared for Washington. Guys, I watch Washington, and <sighs> that's going to be a battle. Michael Penix just picked up where he left off. I think he had 450 passing yards and five touchdowns, and he made it look so effortless. The other thing about the game that I uh, – a couple things, actually. One, uh, Mel Tucker said that it was the medical staff that cleared Alante Brown. I've never seen a guy who went out of the game. It was a helmet-to-helmet -helmet collision. He was taken out on a stretcher, but they said he was okay. Medical staff took him back there, and they cleared him. And he came back, and he returned to kick, and then he was back in street clothes. Now, the medical staff, they cleared him. They know the scrutiny they're going to be under. But I think somebody at Michigan State said, for optics reasons, let's just get him out the game just in case you can't go wrong. I think that was a smart decision. The other big thing, the other Kim, we're all talking about Noah Kim, Jonathan Kim, Michigan State lines up. It was a fourth and 15 and kicked a 47-yard field goal. And I don't know about you, but I have never been happier to see a field goal through the uprights than I was in Jonathan Kim, the transfer from North Carolina, hitting his first field goal. And, man, he, he did it with style. If you have a field goal kicker, I think that's going to make a lot of Spartan fans breathe a lot easier because you know now you don't always have to go for it. Now you actually can just rely on your kicker to win you some games, kick you three, maybe four field goals. Why? Because in a lot of the games coming up, you're going to need to score points when you get down past the 35-yard line. That's the secret to success. It's scoring like that. Also like Henry. Henry on uh, special teams and kickoffs, he's got that little twitch in him. I think he's going to be able to take one back or at least put Michigan State in good field position. So I like what I saw overall from both teams. A very methodical Michigan State and coming back into victory. Michigan and just setting the tone. Both got a lot to work on. Michigan, you get UNLV this weekend. You could work on a lot, especially with that running game, getting it going. Michigan State. I think the key for Michigan State is coming out and not making this a game, coming out early, scoring early, and having like about 21 points in that first quarter to make the Spartan fans feel easy. Then after that, you could put Hauser in the game and see what you got in the backup QB. So we'll have more later on this week with Howard Griffin from the Big Ten Network. Thanks for watching. Keep subscribing. Keep listening. Thanks for watching the Five Star Zone.